We could see this Bamidbar Aleph. This week we start learning Chumash Bamidbar. And so we are going into a new Sefer, Chelekut Ches, and we're going to learn the first Sicha, a relatively short and easy Sicha. Rashi Sicha on the Pasik Vishamaru Eskehu Nasam, on the role of the Kohen versus the Levi, versus the Yisrael. So in the middle of the Parsha, where it speaks about the Levim and the role of the Levim in the, in the Beis Amikdash, in the Mishkan, and the counting of the Levim, there's a Pasik that says like this. In Pasik, Aaron and his sons shall be appointed. And they should protect, they should safeguard their Kahuna. And a Zor, a non-Kayin that approaches the Avaida to do an Avaida and does an Avaida, Yumas receives the death penalty. Rashi explains, he quotes the words of Shamar Nasam, and he says as follows, Kabbalah's Damim, receiving the blood, which is when the Kayin catches the blood that is coming out after the Shechita, uh, in a, it catches it, it, accepts it in a keli that, la- that will later be used for the Zrika. Zrika is the sprinkling of the blood on the Mizbeach, the Akhtara, the burning of the meat or of parts of the animal on the Mizbeach. These three things are where the Kayanim have to safeguard their Kahuna, as well as any Avedah that is entrusted to the Kayanim. Nashi learns, as Kuhunasam made the Avedis from the Kayanim, the meaning of the word Kuhunasam here is not referring to their status as a Kayan, that they should protect their Kayan status, but rather it's talking about their Avedis, the Avedis that were entrusted to the Kayanim. When Vishamru es Kuhunasam, when the Pasuk says Vishamru, they should protect their Kuhuna, it means uh, that Mizonitar los Nazor to turn in from the Avedis to not allow a non Kayan to, to do any of the Avedis. As the Pasuk ends, as the Pasuk concludes, the Azar, a card of Yumas, that Azar, that does the Avaida Yumas, he gets the death penalty. So that's Rashi's way of understanding the Pasuk. Rashi understands that Rashi understands that uh, that Kunasa means to not allow Azar to do the Avedis of the Kayan. Devin Ezra has a different way of understanding the Pasuk. He explains that it means they should protect their Kahuna to not come to a state of disqualification. The Kayan have to protect themselves, their status uh, as a Kayan. They should not become disqualified from the Kahuna, for example, by becoming Tame. So, the Ibn Ezra has a different understanding of the Pasuk. Rashi says it's referring to the Avoidah of the Kayin. And protecting it means not to allow someone else to do it. Ibn Ezra says it's talking about their actual being a Kayin. And they have to protect themselves to not be, to become possible. What is Rashi's source or what compels Rashi to change from the more simple or more basic way of understanding the Pasuk? That Kuhunasa means their own Kuhuna and the Taich that it means the Avaid, the, 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 the service, the work that was entrusted to the Kayim. Now, Maybe the reason is because the Pasuk says, So as he says, we're talking about Avedis that the Zar shouldn't be doing. So we can't say that. 
as Rashi's hechrich is from Siyum, dem Siyum HaPasik, Vazor of Yumas, that what compels Rashi is the end of the Pasik, Vazor HaKar of Yumas. Which is referring to a Zor, a non Kayan, that is doing one of the Avedis that are uh, supposed to be done by the Kayan. And from this you could imply that also in the beginning of the Pasik, it's referring to Avedis Akayanim. So maybe that's Rashi's proof. Since the end of the Pasik says, obviously the beginning of the Pasik is also talking about the Zor not doing the Avedis of the Kayan. But we can't say that. For two reasons. Number one, Alei Bazev al Rashi in Zayin Dibra Maschel Maitik even Eich Diverter from Tziyum Apostik. Odel Lachalapachas Imeram is given to Rchanvar the Gemer. Number one, if Rashi was using the end of the pasuk as part of his proof for his pirush, then either he would have quoted those words Vazara Kard of Yumas from the end of the pasuk, or at least written of a Gemer, at least written and etc., which is something that we've had. And, uh, many times, even in the very recent past, and it's a very general rule in Rashi, that everything is in the Dibra Maschil, in the words that Rashi quotes from the Pasik, we could understand Rashi's Pirush, and we can understand what's bothering Rashi, and so on. So if Vazara Kar of Yumas is playing a role in Rashi's, in Rashi going away, deviating from the more simple understanding of the Pasik and coming up with a deeper understanding of the Pasik, then Rashi should have included it or at least alluded to it in the Dibra Maschil. And the reason why the end of the Pasik is Take actually does not necessarily uh, uh, compel us to learn differently the beginning of the Pasik. Is partially simple. Because you can say it's two different things. There's no compelling proof that Vazara Kar of Yumas is actually a Hemshech, a continuation of the beginning of the Pasik. It's possible that the for Vishamaros Kunasam is one mitzvah or one instruction, and Vazara Kar of Yumas is another instruction, just like the Evan Ezrilans. In other words, there's nothing that connects the two to the point that we say that we have to say that the beginning of the Pasuk is, 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 is connected to Vazara Kar of Yumas. So that's our first question. Our first question on Rashi is what compels Rashi to tell us that in this case, Vishamaros Konasim is Avoidai Samasuris Lakarim. The second question is Rashi. Here is translating the word kunasam. That kunasam means the avoda hamisudus lakerim, the avoda that was entrusted to the kohen. So why are the words v'shamru s necessary in the dibra maschil? You should have said kunasam avodas hamisudus lakerim, the avodas. Why does Rashi have to quote from the pasuk the words v'shamru s? Base. The second seif is going to address the examples that Rashi brings. Going to ask why are these examples necessary? When you learn Rashi, this Rashi, at first glance, it seems to imply as these three things, receiving the blood, sprinkling the blood, and burning the carbon. These are specific examples of the general overarching rule of Vedas that were entrusted to the Kayan. There's many Avedis which are the Kayan. For example, receiving the blood. For example, sprinkling the blood. But if that is how we are going to uh, understand this, is nitmuvan? We're going. Is, there's a couple of questions, a few questions that we have over here. Aleph, the Rashi. Rashi's long-winded, long-windedness. 
Aleph, to leave us to have Rashi Bechal bring in the Gemois. Why does Rashi have to bring us examples? Rashi could have just said very concisely, very briefly, Avedis, they were entrusted to the Kayan. Base, if Rashi's intention was to negate, to exclude, rather, the Avedis that would take place before the receiving of the blood. For example, Shechita is Kshayda Bazar. Azar, a non kind of Ladadu Shechita. So if Rashi's a set of Avedis, like, yeah, and we wouldn't know, you know, at what point does it become exclus- exclusively Kayan? So therefore, Rashi has to say, Rashi says, Kabbalah's Damim, etc., to exclude those things that happen before Kabbalah's Damim, which a, a non kain is allowed to do. But if that's the reason, Pastach Lecha'era, then it would have been more appropriate, seemingly, to use the phrase, Mi Kabbalah from the receiving of the blood and on, this is a Lashen that Rashi already used in Parshas Vayikra, that from the receiving of the blood and on is a mitzvah on the Kayin. So then could have just said it like that, which is a quote that Rashi already used, and that would uh, that would exclude the Avedis that are prior to uh, to the Kabbalah's Damim to receiving the blood. That it still doesn't explain why Rashi has to say Kabbalah's Damim, Zrike, Vaktar, Gimel. And even if you're going to explain me that, that examples are necessary, why does Rashi need to bring three examples? Bring one example. So that's our first question, the Arichis in Rashi. Number one, why does he bring examples at all? Number two, why doesn't he suffice by saying, and number three, why three examples? Based the in Rashi. The other question that we next question that we have is the order in Rashi. First he brings the specific examples, and then he brings the overarching rule, the overarching principle, or or uh, uh, the, what includes everything else, which is the It should have been on the opposite order. First tell me the, the, the general rule the, we're talking about Avedis that are entrusted to the Kayanim. And then go into specifics. For example, receiving of the blood, etc. So why does Dashi start with the examples and then go to, and then go to the rule instead of starting with a, instead of starting with a rule and then go into the examples? This is our, this is our, our, our primary question. Since these three things are also Avedis that are entrusted to the Kayin, then grammatically speaking, then you have to say, and the other ones. In other words, if you're starting with these three, then you say, receiving the blood, sprinkling the blood, burning the carbon, and the rest, the other Avedis that are entrusted to the Kayanim. Since these are part of the rule, and you, you, you pull them out for whatever reason, and then you say, but I also mean all the other ones as well. So it's just said Usha'ar. Fundem is moving. However, since Rashi does not say it like that, but he says, From this we can understand, as Rashi is telling us that there's actually two categories here. One category are things that are not that were not entrusted specifically to the Kayanim, which would be the receiving of the blood, the sprinkling of the blood, and the burning of the uh, uh, carbon. Beis atzveitis v. 
Atzveitisug the vav implies that we're a, a second category, which are Avedis Musamasurs Lakanim. It's the only way to understand. From the fact that it doesn't say Usha'ar and it says Va Avedis Musurs Lakanim, it must mean that there's two categories here. There's these three things, and then there is Avedis Musurs Lakanim. It is Dr. Mua, and this is obviously perplexing. Rashi already told us in the beginning of Farsus Vayikra that from the receiving of the blood and on is a mitzvah on the Koyin. So, how could Rashi create a category of these three things that are not part of Avedis Amasurus Lakanim, the Avedis that belong to the Koyin? If Rashi already said so in Farsus Vayikra that from the sprinkling of the blood and on is the mitzvah on the Koyin, base the second Conversely, if you're going to find some reason to explain to me that these Avedis are not Mesuras Lakayanim, they're not specifically uh, exclusively to the Kayan, is it proven? Then, then we don't understand the other way. In the other direction, then why would the protection, the safeguarding of their Kohuna include these Avedis? If they are part of, if they are Avedis Amasuris Lakayanim, then why does Dashi exclude them? If they are not Avedis Amasuris Lakayanim, then how does Dashi know that they're part of Hashemrus Kohunasam? If they have to protect their Kohuna, they have to protect their Kohuna with those things that are those Avedis that are exclusively theirs. If it's not an exclusively a, 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 exclusive Aveda of the Kayin, then how does Dashi know that it's included in Hashemrus Kohunas? So, number one, how does Dashi know that Hashemrus Kohunasam means Avedis Amasuris Lakayanim? Number two, why does Rashi include Vishamru S in his Dibra Maschil? Number three, why does Rashi bring the examples? Number four, why are the examples brought before the general klal of Number five, seemingly there's two categories here. If they are, if there are two categories here, on the one hand we don't understand, how do Zrike, Kabbalah's uh, Damim, Zrike and Haktara, how do they become excluded from Avedis Amsurus Lakanim? If Rashi says in Vayikra, Mikabala Ve'elech, a mitzvah and if they are not part of the Avedis Amsurus Lakanim, how does Rashi know to include them in Vishamru Eskihunasa? So Sayyid Gimel is going to explain to us the first, the first question what is Rashi's Hechrich? What is Rashi's compelling proof that Vishamru Eskihunasa means? The avoid the samasuras lakayanim and not and not the uh, the kuna itself, and this is going to be from the fact that it says the word tifkoid ves aron ves of tifkoid implies that the pasuk is introducing a new uh, commandment, a new appointment, and. The protection, the safeguarding of their kuhuna, the apostles not to bring themselves to disqualification, was already discussed in Parshas Emma. So that's going to be our first, our first um, and foundational point in understanding this Rashi. There be in them. The proof that and the, and the compelling reason to learn that means if you hear not the etzim the very uh, the, their very status of 
being a Kayan, as the Evan Ezra explains. No, the Aveda, some of the but as Rashi learns that over here, it means the Aveda, the, that is Mr. Slakayanim, the specific work that they had to do. What is the proof? The Pasik is giving a new appointment and a new command for Aaron Abanov of Aaron and his children, Aaron and his sons. Vidashi Taich Tifke Loshen Pekidos. Unlike the Evan Ezra of that that says the word Tifkidem Loses Pekuda to give a commandment. Rashi says Loshen Pekidos, which means an appointment. We're giving we're giving them a, a new status, a new um, a new job. And from this, Dashi learns that there must be something else that we don't know already here. If was telling me that the Shikonim should not disqualify themselves, it's not a new appointment. They were already commanded on this, the Parshish Emmer, how a Koyin has to protect himself from, from, from not becoming possible. But the fact that it says over here, Tifkeid, the Rebbe learned Rashi as the Tafkid Chadash, this new job, this new role, consists of the fact because they definitely have to protect as a Zor. That a Zor, that a non Kayan should not do Avedis that are exclusively given over to the Kayanim. And that to the Pasuk ends, was Arakar of Yumas. Which is discussing one and the same uh, 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 appointment. So this is this is the 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 yesoid, the foundation of how Rashi how and why Rashi learns this way from the fact that it says tifkaid Rashi understands that there's something new being introduced over here and the new thing and the new thing is that a zar and non kain should not do the avidism source like him. The mitzvah move on because Rashi is my tikkun. The dibur amaschil ech diveta v'shamru es and this also helps us understand why Rashi includes v'shamru es. Which is a which is a commandment for this new appointment. In the art question, we thought Rashi was translating the words kunasam. That kunasam means Now that we understand that Rashi is because of the word tifkod, Rashi is learning that there's a new command, a new appointment. What's this new appointment? Vishamru Eskunasam. From the fact that it says Vishamru Eskunasam, including the words Vishamru Es, which is the new Tsivui and the new Minui, therefore Rashi learns that's there's something new over here. And so therefore Rashi includes the words Vishamru Es in his Dibramaschil because since his whole limit is from this new Tsivuyu Minui, Vishamru Eskunasam is the new Tsivuyu Minui. Rashi is not just explaining the word Kunasam, but he's also learning from the fact that there's a new there's a new Minui uh, over here, new tafkid, and that tafkid is Vishamru S Kunasam, and therefore Vishamru S is included in the Dibra Maskal. So this answered our first two questions in Saif Aleph. What is Rashi's Hechrich? And why does Rashi say Vishamru S? Rashi's Hechrich is from the fact that Rashi understands on the word Tifkid that there is a new appointment being done here, and this new appointment, this new task. This new role that is being given to the Kayanim is that Avedis and Sus should be done by Kayanim only. 
Tildahat, we haven't yet addressed the the, uh, the other questions with regards to the examples that Ashi brings and why, why why they are brought and what their significance is. So with this, we're going to go into Seif Dalet. Rashi has another question that has to be responded to. In the Pasuk, which could have been asked on this Pasuk. Both the Psukim before this Pasuk, and as well as the following Psukim, are discussing the Levium. Their role, their minion, the counting of the Levium. So how does, does this Posik, which is talking to Aaron Uban of the Kayanim, with regards to their role of safeguarding the Kahuna, how does that fit into this to this pos- to, to this spot? Earlier on, when this is Pasik Yud. The beginning of the Pedic, Pasik Gimel, it says, these are the names of the, of, of the sons of Aaron, the Kayanim, the, that were anointed, that their job was given, they were given the role, the Chahin, to be Kayanim. So right over there, it should have said, Why does the Pasik come here, after already discussing the Levim, and go back and tell me that the Kayanim have a, have a job to protect their Kahuna? The full first statement. So from this, Dashi understands. As for them, as land freer, vegan der avedah from the levim. Since we're already learning about the avedah from the levim, vote me. You can't raise the ring and as a zor megiaton give us avedah from Mishkan Mikdash. I might have gleaned. I might have deduced that a zor could do certain avedahs in the Mishkan Mikdash. When the river of the Torah glach kedarka varin, and therefore the Torah right away had to clarify. This iron was one of Tifkid was a of Yumas. This is something that iron is one of have a job to make sure that nobody else should approach the avedah. We're going to explain this in Sifhei, but the Nakuda is like this. Rashi understands that once we introduced the Levim and we gave them a certain role, a certain position in the Beis Hamikdash and the Mishkan, this might have led us, misled us to believe that a Levi could do certain things and therefore this Pasuk is coming to negate that uh, idea that a, a Levi, even a Levi, cannot do anything of the, any of the Avedis and Masurus Lakeanim. The beer that we're going to explain this in Israel Earlier on, where it says that the Levim should protect Mishmeres Bnei Yisrael, the 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 position, uh, the role of the Yidin is Rashi. Mefarashi explains There's all the Yidin needed what the Mikdash has to offer. But not every yid can go into the base of Mikdash. And therefore the Levim come in their place, in their shlichus, in their agency. The Levim are representing the rest of Klal Yisrael in the base of Mikdash. And since the Levim are the representatives of the Yidin for all Mikdash needs, so I might have thought as the Avedis, that there are certain Avedis that we find that even Yisraelim, even non-Karnim and non-Levim did these Avedis in the past, which we will address later on shortly, what those Avedis are, where we see that other Yidin did them. But I might have thought that if there was once an opening for certain things that were done by a non-Karnim, Megan Zay, or the Darfin Zay, Nacha Kamas Amishkan, Gitan Verendur to Levim, 
I would think that the Levim should sh may or possibly should continue doing these Avedis in their place, in their agency. In other words, we started and we introduced the Levim. So we understand that Kayyarim have certain Avedis they have to do. But what about Avedis that at, once, at one point were open to the public? So M is Taker that we're now creating an exclusive uh, group of people that could do these Avedis. But maybe the Levim who are part in a certain sense of this exclusive group could do these Avedis. And therefore Rashi, when he says he specifies these three things, Zrike and Akhtara, receiving the blood, sprinkling the blood, and burning the burning the carbon on the Mizbeach. Well, by Diavedis, Gefintman as Giton, these three things specifically, we find that other Yidin, non-Levim and non-Kernim, had done this in the past. As we will explain in Sivav, and therefore I might have had an initial thought as is that even now when Yisraelim cannot do it, but the Levim could do it in the place in the Shlichus of the Yisraelim, and therefore, right away, the Pasuk has to say, no, even a Levi can't do it, the Hazor, even a Levi who approaches to do these Avedis is Yumas, because right now we're talking about the Levim, and we think the Levim are the top of the world, and they can do anything, or not anything, but they could do certain exclusive Avedis, and therefore the Pasuk says, no, the Kohen have to make sure that these Avedis such as which in the past were done by non kayanim that now only kayanim can do it, even Levim cannot do it. And then Ashi does not suffice with that. And then Ashi adds the second category, as well as Avedis that are entrusted to the Kayanim specifically. These Avedis that were initially from the get go were given over to Kayanim uh, and never uh, done by anybody else. Even though we wouldn't even think that a Levi uh, who is in this, in this category considered a Zar could do them. But since over here we had to bring in because we were talking about the Levim and I might have thought that the Levim could do this. If I didn't have to bring in this, this with regards to the Levi, then I might have then I might have brought in this 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 idea of Azara Kurd of Yumas elsewhere. But because I have to discuss it here, because I'm discussing the Levi, and I want to tell you that the Levi cannot do these Avedis. So therefore, once I'm discussing it already, I bring the whole thing. That all the Avedis that are Mesurus Lakayanim are included in even those that were always only given over exclusively to Kayanim, and it's understood 
in an obvious way with a kalvachaymer madach kabbalas dov was dikivaktara, which initially was 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 permitted for a yisrael, and now is exclusive to a koyin. Even a levi can do it for sure. Those avodas that were never given to the koyin, that were never that were that were never given to the yisrael, for sure a levi can do it. So this becomes the place where azara kard of yumas is discussed. Not just that, but the 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 the. the the tafkid of the koyin to make sure that a czar doesn't do the avayda and and, it be, and, 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 and and therefore it includes all the details of it why is it here? because we have to bavar and that a lady can't do certain avaydas so ba'etzim giret this now answers our, our, our questions in the Siv base why Rashi is mighty with these examples? Because these examples are, are, are which we'll say, which like, we'll, like we will learn in the next Sif, are Avedis that were initially not Mesuras Lakayanim. They were initially not uh, um, exclusive to the Kayan. Why, why, why three? Because these are the three that, 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 that were not Mesuras Lakayanim. Why does he bring these three first? Because the Ikerlim with regards to these three. The Avedis of Mesuras Lakayanim, the rest of the Avedis are only. Are only brought in once you already discussed the, the first three. And why does Rashi put them in two categories? Because Taka Rashi also the two different categories. There's the Avedis that are Misura, that are not Misura Slakarin. It means to say that at one point in time any Yisrael can do them. And then there's the Avedis that were always only ex- exclusively Misura Slakarin. So we still have to understand where you're gonna where do you find these Avedis that they're not that they were that they were allowed to be done by Yisrael. Where do we find that Yidin did these did these mentioned Avedis was the fire can Zaina have him because of which there is a thought to say as again that also now they belong to the Yid Hainu meaning to say to the Levim that the Levim could do it in their agency. In other words where do we where, why would I even think Based on what would I even think that these Avedis could be done by the Levian because they don't really belong to the Kayan? Is this Mephodish and Prutish Lomikra and Parsis Boy? It's written explicitly in the basic Pasik in Parsis Boy. By Carbon Pesach in Mitzrayim is going to by the Carbon Pesach in Mitzrayim. There was a command. The Lot Kuminadam, they should take the blood of the Carbon Pesach. The Nost Nost Amazuzay, they should put it on the two doorposts. Of their homes. Later, it says Yachluis Abbas. They should eat the meat of the Karim Pesach. Tzli Eish Gemer Al Karav Al Kirbei roasted on a spit in a specific position. Zet Nazid Nabagaton Did Raizach. And from this, we see that he did all three things. They should get, take the blood. This means they should receive the blood from the Karim Pesach. Based Vinasnu Gemer putting it onto the doorpost. Bimkoyim Avedis Azrika is like the Aveda of sprinkling on, sprinkling it on the Mizbeach. Of course, they didn't have a Mizbeach, but instead of sprinkling it on the Mizbeach, they were able to. They, they, they were told to put it on the doorposts. Vinasnu Gemer and the fact that Asari Gimel Tzli Eish, the fact that they had to roast it. Kein Avedis Aktore Efnis Mizbeach is similar to the Aveda of burning the the carbon on the Mizbeach. So these three things. Kabbalah's Domim, Zrike, and Akhtara were all done by the Karp Pesach and Mitzrayim, by every Yid. And therefore we might have thought, as Eich by Pesach Deiris, and also by the Pesach of the following generations, 
Vos is gleich to Pesach Mitzrayim, which has similarities to the Karim Pesach Mitzrayim. Vos the far learned from up Kama of Kama Halachas of Pesach Dedes and Pesach Mitzrayim, which is why we are able to learn many Halachas for for the Karim Pesach from the Karim Pesach that was brought in Mitzrayim. The Adag Barachim Pirush Rashi parshas Boy as Rashi and Boy brings down some of these Halachas. So I would have thought. That because in Pesach Mitzrayim, the Yidin were, uh, were commanded to do these three things, Kabbalah's Domim, Zrike, and Haktore. I would think, that these Avedis belong to the Yidin. And therefore, even after the Besamidus became exclusive, nevertheless, the Levim, at least, which have a higher appointment, a higher position than the Yisraelim, and their appointment is Bishlichis of the Yisraelim, that therefore I would think that the Levim can do them. Their father has been like therefore right away, inside of the Parshas of Levim, while telling you how great the Levim are, and the roles that they have, we have to bavod, and we have to right away clarify, Vishamru es kunasam, Kabbalah's davim was nikiv akhtar of kanal, that the Lukayanim have to protect their kuna, that the Levim should not do these others. And he says, I, we already learned Mikabal of Eilech, Mitzvah's Kohona. Melech, Karim Pesach, is in Parshish Mois, but in Chumish Mois. But in Chumish Vayikr, we already said Mikabal of Eilech. So he's going to say that I might have thought that, that Karim Pesach is different than a Karim Oila. Don't ask the question. How could you think that these avedis can be done by the levim? taught us that from Kabbalah, from receiving of the blood, is the mitzvah of the kohen canal base. So that's not a question. Why Rashi has to tell it us again? Why the pasuk has to tell it us again? According to Rashi here, if it were already was told to us. Uh, in which would apply as well to the other carbonates that are in the beginning of Yikra. But we don't find that when it comes to carbon Pesach in the future generations or Meiser that it has to be done specifically by the Kayin. And therefore, there needs to be another, there needs to be a Pesach that should tell me that all Avedis of the Kayin, including the carbon Pesach, everything has to be, all the Avedis in the Beis Amikdash, including the carbon Pesach, has to be done specifically, exclusively by the Kayin. And with this, we have answered the questions in Rashi, and we took uh, uh, what might have seemed to be totally unrelated, carbon Pesach and Mitzrayim. And we said that from the carbon Pesach and Mitzrayim, the Mechamish the Mikra has already seen that a Yid, a Yisrael, can do Kabbalah's Damim, can do Zrika, can do Akhtara, and therefore, I, 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 the, 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 the Ben Chamesh Lemikra might have understood, even Ben Chamesh Lemikra, might have understood that these Avedists are different. And because of that, uh, uh, a, a Levi could do it. And therefore, the Pasek says, V'shamar v'skunasam, that the, according to Rashi, the Pasek is telling us not that the Kayin shouldn't come with the Paslos, because that I already know from Parshas Emmer. But it's coming to tell me a tafkid chadash, which is to protect the kahuna, that even the avedis that were not mesudas lakayanim should be done by kayanim specifically, and not by the levim. The hira from them in avedis Hashem, and then there is also a hira in avedis Hashem. 
If we find that there is a, a, a division between a separation between different categories of Yidin Generally speaking, on all Yidin it says that we are a kingdom of Kayanim for today. But nevertheless, we find that there is, within that there is categories, there's levels. As a filu even certain avedus which the yidden are connected to them. It is their needs for uh, to be done in the mikdash. Nevertheless, there is a strict a command that a czar should not do this, even a lady. Not only this doesn't elevate him in holiness. Nor if our care does bring it brings to his existence. Uh, 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 ceasing to exist, you must. So if we find that that even though we that even though Yidin are all lechas nevertheless there are categories, there are levels, and there are certain things that even though I have a shaykhis to it as a Yisrael, nevertheless I cannot do this avodin. If I do, it has the opposite effect. Especially when you talk about the separation between Yidin and the other nations. As a mevil ma'ariv zayn, nitur gir ka'alacha, an emesin zar, that if you're going to try to intermingle a non-yid into the Jewish people, not through the proper uh, 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 gear according to halacha, an emesin zar, einim from tzvishin di'amim, in am Yisrael, you want to bring someone from amongst the nations into the am Yisrael, mitin chesmin ha'asiz, taka hezegun ha'sakana g'dele faridin, over the five of antona teva anitidin, that it might be dangerous for the Yidden, but we have to do this favor to the non-Yid and allow him in to, to Am Yisrael, even though he's, 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 he's not a Yid. It's just the opposite of what you're thinking. You're not helping him, you're, you're damaging him. It becomes a great stumbling block. For everyone, to the point that it could become contrary to his existence. Only when we don't touch that which the creator of the world and the giver of the Torah, the Abishter, created. Who created a separation between Yidin and only then could you reach to the true peace and to the true good in the world for all of mankind. So just like we see within Yidin Gufa that there is and each one has to stick to their own lane and has to do their own Aveda and you can't mingle and have a, a, a Levi do the Aveda even though the, the Aveda is for the Yisrael but the Aveda is and therefore the Kayan, only the Kayan can do it so, so how much more so when it comes to the separations, the necessary separations being Yisrael Amim, that we have to protect those separations and not break them, because then not only are we not helping the situation, we are making the situation worse. The only way to bring goodness and peace to the world is by following the, that which the Abishter does and did, which is Hamavdil ben Yisrael Amim. May we see the uh, Shiach comes, it's going to be, it's going to clarify. Who's who? And uh, maybe see that because of Mamish.